You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. I'm Barbara McGinnis, partner and certified elder law attorney at Tagus McGinnis Elder Care Law. We continue to talk about seniors, but today we're turning our focus to senior dogs. Who cares for them, and are there programs available to connect senior adults to senior canines? Joining me for the discussion is Noelle Kiswini, the marketing manager of Old Friends Senior Dog Sanctuary, as well as the co-founders, Zena and Michael Gooden. Welcome, y'all. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Tell us more about Old Friends Senior Dog Sanctuary. Uh, We are a 501c3 nonprofit based in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Uh, We aim to provide lifetime care to senior dogs. We currently accept senior dogs uh, from local shelters, rescues, or animal control facilities who are in need, um, whether they were found as strays or were surrendered for whatever reasons. Uh, We provide them sanctuary here and lifetime care, um, whether they're a resident here at the sanctuary for life or placed into a forever foster home. So how many dogs do you currently manage right now? We currently have 124 dogs living at the sanctuary and over 400 senior dogs living in forever foster homes. Well, that's amazing. You guys, how long have you been around? We just celebrated our 10-year anniversary on April 26th. So you're just like a well-kept secret because this is the first I've heard about you. So are, are you growing in other ways? Do you have any new initiatives? Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. We uh, somehow leapfrogged like the Middle Tennessee area in notoriety. Yeah. Um, we actually have close to 2 million followers on social media. And still people here in Middle Tennessee area are just finding out about us. Yeah. Oh, I just feel so out of the know here. I'm, ha- <laughs> I'm hating it. It's not just you. <laughs> So how does the foster process work? What we do is uh, we call it a forever foster program, and we have what we call geezer guardians. And our goal is to place senior dogs into homes with families. And it's like an adoption with benefits. We hope that the dogs will stay in that family for the rest of their lives. Uh, We provide vet care. We provide... uh, preventatives, medications, all we add, and if there's any special foods that the dogs have to have. And all we really require the forever fosters or the geezer guardians to provide is the love and any just basic food that the dogs need. However, we do also provide a safety net. And if for any reason the dog has to leave that family, they come directly back to us, no questions asked. Do you actually let older adults foster uh, these dogs as well? I think most of our fosters are older adults. We have all ages, but I think probably 
the vast majority of our fosters are going to be, uh, I'd say over 50 or 60. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. You know, I, I don't know about 50 year olds, but 60 year olds are probably getting close to retiring and can take this on and, and may not want the energetic young dog uh, and have to go through the potty training and uh, all of that. I, mm-hmm. I know I have an, a senior dachshund and, and I appreciate his low key <laughs> demeanor. Right. Um, so another, you, in, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. This is Michael. Uh, another thing that is very important in our program is that when we, Zin and I founded this in our home, we decided straight up front that a big reason why older people on fixed incomes don't take older dogs is because of their medical needs. So from the day one, when we got our 501c3, we made the decision that every foster dog, every dog in our program will receive free medical for the rest of their lives. So we have an entire uh, veterinarian wing with Dr. Christine, and that's one of the reasons we built our new facility. But taking the factor out that if something happens to the dog, they have to pay for it is a big reason why we have so many foster families. Understandable. That is true. Um, Yeah. The medical... Uh, the emotional expense of, of right. dealing with, with a, an older animal that's having health issues, but any animal having health issues mm-hmm. uh, sometimes can only be exceeded by the financial burden because their expert care is available, but it is very expensive. Yeah. So you're right about that. Very foresightful on your part. Um, what about visits? Can, can we come and visit the, the dogs at the sanctuary? Absolutely. We actually, um, we offer tours four days a week, uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Um, the link to sign up is on our website under OFSDS.org. Visit OFSDS. Um, people can come and take the tour. It's about an hour, hour and a half, um, and meet some old friends along the way. And then we also have volunteer opportunities for people who want to come and spend more one-on-one time uh, with our old friends. Oh, I'm actually, at the same time you guys are talking, I'm scrolling on your website. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at your, at your dogs right now and they're, they are very cute. So you're a 501c3. I would assume then you're funded by grants, but, probably largely by private donations. We get very few grants. Uh, I would say we're probably at 99% private donations. And and there's a little, some shopping that can be done on, on your website as well. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. cute stuff. You need more artwork. You've got some beautiful <laughs> uh, artists that apparently have contributed to you. So on your website is a good way to make a donation to support the, this project to help underwrite the costs of senior animals and being rehomed. Um, how else can we make donations? Yeah. Uh, so through our website, again, you can do like a one-time donation. You can make a recurring donation. Um, you can also choose to sponsor a dog. Um, 
you can sponsor a dog's food or their medical care uh, or all expenses for one year. Um, people can also donate to us through Facebook if Facebook is a platform that they uh, like to use. Um, but really, aside from monetary donations, the support that we need is spreading the word about what we do and our mission. Well, all right. Um, anything new? What, what's Flo's Front Porch all about? Flo's Front Porch was has been something that I dreamt of doing ever since we got started. And until we were able to be sustainable, we could not even offer this. But Flo's Front Porch will be a neighborhood for dogs, and it will be offered to people who want to set up their dog in case they predecease their dog or in the case that they go into a facility or a situation where they can no longer care for their dog. So it's set up through trusts and um, enrolling in the program, and the people will have a chance to choose where their dog stays, and this neighborhood is one of the options. Another option would be to come into this the neighborhood, which is closed front porch, and then go into a forever foster home. Michael is heading up the actual construction end of it, so he can tell you a little bit more about that. Yeah, we. Um, I, I'm, I'm lucky because these guys make all the money and I get to spend it, but uh, we have... I'm the facilities manager here at the pavilions. We just uh, one year ago in June, we moved into our 20,000 square foot facility. We were lucky enough with all the worldwide donations that we received to build this facility. It's the, it's one of a kind in the entire world because it only focuses in on senior dogs there and their care. So we have a full medical facility here, state-of-the-art everything. We have a, a complete therapy section of the medical that do acupuncture, uh, a treadmill, um, a, a water treatment, things of that nature, absolutely everything for the seniors. So when Zena uh, came up with this idea for Flo's Front Porch, which is awesome, and something she's been dreaming of for 10 years now. We realized we were sustainable enough to build this one. So it will be the first uh, one of a kind community, a perpetual care community for older dogs, as she mentioned. And so we have purchased the property, we got rezoning, and we now have, we're about ready to get all our drawings together and we will be building. 11 cottages in back. It'll be like a neighborhood and an admin area. And these dogs will live in their pre-assigned cottages with, of course, all the amenities we, we will have that we provide here. They'll have free medical. They'll have uh, plenty of room to take walks. We'll have trails. Everything that a senior dog would need to live out their life in comfort. That's our goal. We may also have some younger dogs as well, because no, depending on when, when a person needs that service, there are pictures of this on our website. If anybody's interested in looking, there's actual renderings of what we're going to be building. Mm. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm there now. I'm looking at that and have started following you on Facebook. So great, very, very just heartwarming concept and um, very much needed because I know I talk to the the dog moms and dads and they worry a lot about what's going to happen to their fur babies if something happens to them who will who will take care of them and a lot of times it the dog can be well it's a motivator to stay healthy and active right but when their health starts escaping them the person and they know that they may need to move on to a residential care facility I've had them say, you know, I'll do that after Sparky passes or whatever, you know, after uh, I have make sure that my dog is taken care of. And so this is this concept fits a bit a need. And then, of course, the person not only can set up the plan for their dog to be cared for, but in their estate plan could make the financial contribution to the sanctuary to help f- underwrite those costs. Right, correct. And so it's a nice way of honoring those little furry things that we love as well. Right. All right. So you guys are inspirational and innovative, and I appreciate you being on our show. Anything else you want to tell us before we wrap up? No, I mean, if anyone wants to come visit, just uh, sign up for a tour on our website. Follow us on social media if that's uh, something that you like to use. And uh, if you're interested in welcoming a a senior dog into your home, we have many to choose from, all types of demeanors and (laughs) sizes and ages. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. All right, well, great. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for hosting us. Absolutely. And thanks to our audience for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Takeus McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness.